Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Off the Post. I'm Russ Cohen. We've got Anthony Mangione. And how are you? I'm doing good, Russell. Are you? Pretty good. And Michael Jello. Mike? Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, I bowled over 200 tonight. Wow. Yeah, like good I said, that's nothing to sneeze at. Did they buy you an extra slice of pizza as a result of your uh, accomplishment this evening? No, no, but I, I did have a kosher beef hot dog yesterday. I was a little disappointed though, that it wasn't the one that I particularly wanted, but uh, I'll accept it. Mike made the best of it. Uh, so let's talk for just a brief moment and say congratulations to the Columbus Blue Jackets, but I was thoroughly entertained because with six point something per se- seconds left, Pavel Puchnevich ties up the game. John Tortorella just, at first he did the, you know, what else is going to happen smirk. And then in overtime, uh, it may have been Wierenski, takes, he takes a shot, his stick breaks. Like the Rangers almost score on Bobrovsky. And all of a sudden with like a minute and 20 left in overtime, Torch starts screaming. And then they eventually win in the uh, – in the shootout, but yeah, we like torts in the playoffs. We admit it. Oh, absolutely. We absolutely love John being in the playoffs. I mean, and you know, but think again, John seems to have difficulty staying for very long. So we have to sort of enjoy yeah. the moment uh, as as long as we can because they, the t- the team under his term has squeaked in, but it has never gotten past round one as we all as we all know. And I. I don't know, maybe something. Again, they're, they're lined up to probably play. They're all like, they, they have to win to try to avoid Tampa. But then, right. you know, you, then you, then you, and actually, yeah, I, I give them a pretty, I, I give them a, I give them close to a puncher's chance of taking a few games from the Capitals against Tampa. I, I have a hard time even picking one. Well, yeah, I can understand. Uh, I mean, I think they could probably take one game in the series. They could be like five games if they end up going up against Tampa. That I think. Well, I, I just think I, I'm I'm very happy for the for the Blue Jackets and for towards to, for, for making it. I'm also very pleased, and I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that the fan base of a number of teams are pleased that the uh, the stinky Montreal Canadiens are not in the postseason once again. Clean your yeah. butt. Wipe your bias off your mouth, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't know if any of that's called for. It's just, you know. Sure it is. Sure it is. I do. Just seems a little Terrible. over the top, but okay. It would, makes you feel better. Absolutely. Yeah, because I know that I know that they're going to be rubbing their hands with glee in a couple weeks when the Maple Leafs get eliminated by the Bruins. So I may as well get in my shots now. See now that's the that's the spirit, Mike. That's that's keeping it positive. That's why I thoroughly, that's why I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that he didn't realize the gift that he used earlier was from the Departed, which is a yeah. movie set in Boston. 
So immediately I had to ch- chime in, being the a- you know being the a hole that I am, and say yes, hmm, <laughs> foreshadowing, Michael. <laughs> well, I, actually, I thought I seriously I thought it was from that really bad uh, comedy with Nicholson and no, Adam Sandler. I the minute I saw it, I'm like, because I've seen The Departed like five times. The minute you put it up, I'm like, oh, Michael. <laughs> you knew not what you wrought. <laughs> anyway. Well, <laughs> anyway. It was a fun moment, and, and it was very good um, movie uh, pickup there by Ant that he, he snapped that up. I wouldn't have guessed that because I've only seen The Departed once. I know people go crazy about that, that movie. Gift has, that, that, that gift has been used, overused so many times on yeah. uh, oh, yeah. on, uh, on the social media. I still remember the scene, I guess, where I saw it. I'm like, oh, my God. They're just letting, they're just letting Jack just be as unhinged as possible. I'm not great at recalling scenes, but, you know, like from The oh, Godfather, I, I can. He's just like ghoulish look on his face. Like, what is he, channeling the Joker in this scene? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, pretty good. All right, so we're um, we're getting ready to invite on Amy Johnson. Uh, Mike, do we have uh, Amy on the line yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, she's going to come on and talk a little bit about the uh, Canadians and the Laval Rocket, which is nice. So, uh, but Laval, of course, they also yep. were uh, eliminated there she is. two nights ago. Yep, there we go. Yep. So, Amy. Welcome to uh, the show. I'm, I'm trying to get your title, and my, my computer was slow. Here we go. She is the lead correspondent for the AHL Report at, the, at Rocket Sports Media. Welcome to Off the Post. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here for sure. You shouldn't be honored. Nobody should ever be honored being on the show. It's just we're not, <laughs> we're not that worthy. I was going to say she should be honored. What are you, what are you talking about, Raj? Come on. <laughs> No, but well, I'm pleased to be here. I can I can certainly say that. There you go. So let's start with uh, I guess Laval. They um, they either got or are going to get Caden Primo. I'm not sure if he's played for them or not yet. Uh, I imagine that'll help out the uh, the situation there. But give us an idea of what the situation is with the Laval Rocket. Well, um, Caden Primo, first of all. Uh, uh, to to speak to your first point there, uh, we won't be seeing Caden Primo at all this season. Um, okay. He 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 has arrived. Uh, he just arrived in Laval on Wednesday. Um, was around the team for a few days, and I believe uh, practiced with the team yesterday. And the latest that we've heard from Joel Bouchard is that he has to go back to school next week. Uh, and with the Rocket on the road for three games to finish out their season next week, uh, they don't plan to get in many full practices. So there will not be any Caden Primo sightings uh, in the crease for any Rocket games this year. <laughs> um, which is a little bit of a, a, a disappointment for, for a lot of fans. I think a lot of people were, were looking forward to getting a, a first glimpse at him, but it looks like we'll have to wait a little bit longer uh, for that. Um, but overall, Laval's season, wow. Um, they're not in a good spot right now. Uh, they just lost. Uh, it, it's Interestingly enough, they were playing um, Columbus's AHL affiliate, the Cleveland Monsters, uh, mm-hmm. tonight. And uh, they 
played Cleveland also on Wednesday night. Uh, both of these games were uh, home for Laval. Uh, they were shut out by Cleveland 5 to nothing on Wednesday, and they lost to them 3-2 to two tonight. And that's five losses in a row for Laval, two of which uh, two of those five were two back-to-back shutouts. Um, so they're on, they're on another skid. Uh, they have uh, the Hershey Bears at home tomorrow, and Hershey's still jockeying, of course, for uh, seeding in, in the Atlantic Division. Uh, so it won't be a tough matchup, or it won't be an easy matchup for them tomorrow, and then they go on the road for their final three games next week. A um, couple of the players certainly of, of, of interest who's going to be coming fairly soon. Um, Brian, Brian Poling, obviously, is someone that obviously is, uh, is going to be of, uh, of major interest going forward. Tell me, Amy, your thoughts about him. Every time uh, Rick Stevens, our, our editor-in-chief and, and founder of Rocket Sports Media, and he's uh, our, our uh, main guy over at All Habs, uh, at the All Habs Hockey Magazine uh, site, every time we have seen and scouted Ryan Paling uh, over the last few years, uh, we've just been absolutely beyond impressed with this young man. Um, we've seen him at uh, the USA Hockey World Junior Summer Showcase a couple of times. Uh, we, of course, uh, were covering World Juniors and saw him there uh, as well. And not only does he, I mean, he's just kind of the whole package. He's, he skates well. He's got fantastic hockey IQ, great hands. Uh, he, he just, he, he gets to where the puck is going to be. He's uh, a hustler, he makes, yeah. He, he knows yeah. where to go. <laughs> He does, and he, 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 if, if anyone has ever ha- has caught any of his games with St. Cloud this year, I mean, he, some of the goals, he, he's had more than a handful of highlight reel goals, um, and uh, it, it's, uh, it was actually very scary to see him uh, leave that game uh, towards it, a couple of weeks ago for St. Cloud. Uh, they weren't sure if he was going to be able to play in that, in that last yeah. game that St. Cloud was in, um, but he's just pure talent, um, ton of upside with this kid. He's, and, and, and to go along with that, uh, the, the player off the ice is equal, equal to what's on the ice. Uh, just great character, great attitude, fantastic work ethic, just really down-to-earth, uh, good kid. Um, so I, I see a very, very, very bright future for Ryan Paling for sure. Do you think there's a chance they would invite his twin into camp next year? Oh, that's a good question. Because um, they play well together. They do. In fact, uh, all three of the Paling brothers were playing on a, lo- on a line together yeah. uh, this <laughs> year. Um, that would be that would be interesting. I, I mean, I certainly wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be mad about seeing that. Um, you know, well, speaking of, of siblings, uh, Charlie Lindgren, who is currently up with the Habs uh, but not expected to play, although um, it'd be great if, if he and or Paling both got to play tomorrow night now that the Habs have been eliminated. Yeah. Um, but his brother, Ryan Lindgren, uh, is a uh, New York Rangers prospect mm-hmm. and got called up to the Rangers yesterday, was playing in that game tonight against Columbus and, and – yeah. Rick Stevens even tweeted tonight, you know, Ryan Lindgren could really, you know, help out his brother with a goal here against Columbus tonight. So, um, you know, it, 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 it would have been nice to see some of those siblings together as well. But, but yeah, uh, I don't think Ryan he, played enough minutes to have an impact goal-wise, but, but he is a good talent. I like him. He is. He's, he's, uh, he's 
definitely he plays with a bit of an edge. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of he skill, does. but he but he's he's gritty as well. So it's uh, it's good to see that. Um, but yeah, I, I would. I have no idea if the, if the Canadians would would venture out for another paling or not, but it certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't be a bad thing to see. Amy, in terms of, I mean, obviously not being a, this not obviously not being a playoff year for for Laval. If you had to sort of sum, say in summary some of the highlights uh, or, or players on the team that you really that you watched the season that you feel could have the potential of sort of knocking on the door and. Uh, you know, would then be possibly as soon as next fall for uh, for the Canadians. Who would they be? That's a really that's a really good question. Is there's a couple of ways that I can answer that. Um, mm-hmm. There are Noah Julson for sure. Noah Julson, unfortunately, plagued with injury this year, yeah. um, and and really had his season cut quite short. Um, Noah Jul- Noah Julson is an NHL defenseman for sure, um, and if he can if he can get healthy and get back to game conditioning over the summer. Um, I, I certainly believe that he can solidify a place for himself on the blue line in Montreal. Um, so I don't expect, you know, I don't, I don't expect him to be uh, AHL bound, uh, if at all, but, but not for very long. Additionally, especially on the back end, um, one, of, one guy that we had sung praises about over and over over the course of the last couple of years who never seems to get a fair shake when he gets a look uh, in the NHL is Brett Lernout. Um, Brett Lernout is a consistently excellent stay-at-home defenseman. Um, he has one of the best shots on the team. In fact, he put it on full display tonight with a blast from the point uh, to give uh, to, to tie the game up for Laval tonight. Um, He's had shots like that in a couple of key moments, um, but he's not—he's not an offensive defenseman. But he is—he is very difficult to play against, and he's—you um, know—his his game is very strong. Guys do not like to play against him. He—he he wins puck battles. He goes—he goes into the dirty areas. He's just a really, really good stay-at-home defenseman. And unfortunately, every time he's been called up, um, he's not been put in great situations. Uh, and when he's made mistakes, instead of being given the chance to learn from them, he's back in the press box uh, or sent back down. Um, so, um, and he had a he 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 had a good camp this year too. Uh, so if he can come back, um, if if he makes it back and and can perform well in camp again, I'd really like to see Brett Lernout get a fair shake. Um, and and he can really he can really do something um, if given the opportunity. Speaking about Sorry. getting, go ahead. go ahead. Nope, go right ahead. I was going to say, speaking of getting a fair shake, what about Charles Houdon? I mean, are they even going to sign him next year? They 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 played him a lot two years ago. They didn't play him as much this year. He's a good skater. He's got a really good shot, but he's got to play with some good players. He's got to be a top nine guy. Otherwise, you're really not going to be able to utilize him. That's true. Charles Houdon is an is an interesting scenario um and you're right he's not been played and he's been in the press box for for the last third of the season quite frankly um i you know and i'm sure for him it's kind of like oh well maybe the writing's on the wall here for me Uh, just just a year or or so ago charles sudan was the one that mark bergevin and claude julian were were making excuses to make room for him um 
and he was being given opportunities. He was performing well. Um, everyone knows that defensively uh, he needs he needs work. Um, so he is a little bit of a defensive liability, but but as far as being a playmaker, he's he's able to do that. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, when Paul Byron went out with injury for those couple of games uh, a week or so ago, thought for sure, okay, of all the guys that have been sitting in the press box, this would be a great time to slot Charles Sudan back into the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead they chose Nicola Delorier, who has mm-hmm. been a bag of concrete all, all season long, to be quite honest. Uh, he, he doesn't do much much for me at all on the fourth line or, or anywhere. Um, and, and then they, you know, the following game they brought in Matthew Peck and Dale Weiss, uh, who, again, okay, if that's the kind of fourth line you want, great. Mm-hmm. But I would think that you'd like someone with a little more skill, which Charles Houdon can give them. Um, I, I think it signals that perhaps the Canadians are done with Charles Sudan for whatever reason that may be, which again to me is a bit of a head scratcher because they they kind of moved heaven and earth for him in in previous seasons. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I've we've seen time and time again where we get to this situation with with the Canadians, and it's been the Jacob Della Roses and then the Keita Sherbacks, and now it seems to be the Charles Sudans, and where when they feel like okay, well we've seen enough of you. Whether or not anyone feels that that person's gotten a fair shake or not, it's it's quite easy to see the way things are going and that they'll be heading out the door. And, and I I unfortunately think that Charles Houdon may be on his way out the door with Montreal as well. Okay. Well, and Amy, you got a final one? Amy, let me throw out the, another name of that uh, that probably belongs on that list, and that's Michael McCarron. Uh, who was a first-round pick in the 2013 draft, picked a couple picks after the Leafs picked Freddie Gauthier. And I've always associated these guys uh, together because they're big and they're not particularly fast. And the way the league has changed in terms of the speed, I, I don't think – I mean, I know Gauthier's played fourth line for most of the year with the Leafs, but McCarron's had three cracks at it, and he's put up decent stats this year with Val, but – I don't know if he's ever going to get another crack with the Canadians. What, what do you think? Um, that's another one that's really hard to say. I mean, uh, his his numbers haven't been um, all that outstanding, particularly um, when he's been called up to the NHL. Um, and this year, he was, I'd say, average in in Laval, um, and and had started, I guess, to produce a bit in December, and then and then got injured and was out for the rest of the year. So. Um, as far as whether or not the Canadians would bring him back, I mean, your guess is as good as mine there. I, I would say, again, that's another one that I think the experiment's probably over. Um, if, they, if they weren't doing much uh, with him for the first half of the season this year uh, and with, with him uh, being injured for the rest of the year, um, I, I don't know that they I don't know that they qualify him again. Uh, I, I don't know if they give him another crack. All right. Well, Amy, we really appreciate you coming on. Everybody should check out her Twitter feed at Flyers Rule and then go read her work at the AHL Report and also her pictures and everything else. Always appreciate running into you at the game, and thanks a lot for coming on on Friday night. I appreciate it so much, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, it's, it's been fun, and I hope to talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. All right.
Thank you. So, Ant, we go to you and ask mm-hmm. you, the way the Flyers season ended was maybe one thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yesterday was a whole other thing, like four goals oh, on yeah. five shots. It was like like nobody was going to remember Brian Elliott in a very good way anyhow, but I don't think <laughs> that really helped. He was let out. That, uh, that being said, I mean, and not defending the goaltender performance, but I will say that was ar- arguably one of the worst defensive performances mm-hmm. I've seen in. And we've seen some whoppers oh, yeah. in recent years. This, I can't mince words on this. It was embar- It was an embarrassment to watch last night defensively. It what? really was just... It, the fly, the fly. It just, it, 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 it's a strange thing for the Flyers. It's like, it, 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 and someone wrote an opinion in this piece. And I'm not sure who it was. It's like, there's times in their game where you think the Flyers are playing NHL hockey for the first time, and a number of their players, and that's what it looked like in that first period last night. Okay, it, I, got I, mean, I know, too. I know, I know, St. Louis is trying to lock down, mm-hmm. you know, their their playoff seating and playoff positioning. But that 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 was a horror show. That that first that, that first period was about as bad, you know, in terms of just there was. A, it's not a case of, and the thing is, I don't think it's a case. You know, it's like oh, that they quit. I'm like, no, it's 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 like their brains of, it's like their their collective brains just went out to lunch. It's that they they they've, and I wonder if it's an, it's mental burnout at this point for them because they threw so much into trying to make up ground and it was basically nothing it was mostly quicksand no matter what they did mm. streak wise they ran in place and it's a hard lesson to learn for a team i mean we heard the quotes obviously from jake voracek today he said it himself he says you know it was one of the worst games he's ever played in his career in yeah. terms of you know in terms of all total team effort and well let me ask you this you know, yeah so yeah it was a horror show the one thing that got me mad in that game was mm-hmm. Carter Hart sort of like for a minute or two in that game, because the defense never gave him an idea of where they were going to be set up, he looked completely lost on, a, on, on one of the goals and was like so out of position because you need, as a goaltender, you need your defense to sort of help. You need structure in front out. of you. Yeah, you, you need, need to do something, and they did nothing. Too much. When, you're, when you're playing that loose yeah. and that careless, it's too much. It, it's I don't I don't care if you're Patrick Waugh. Right. No, I it's agree. It's not going to work. You're going to get lit up. You're going to get lit up. You're going to. Yeah. There's only so much you can do. You're not Superman. You cannot cover for the lack of defensive interest. It, 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 and again, it's a weird dynamic last night. It's like I can't turn around and say there there, there 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 wasn't effort. It was just if they could make the wrong decision. That's the decision they were making last night in that right. period. That's the only way I could describe it. You know, I am very sort of conservative in my analysis. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's. You can't be conservative with what happened last no. night. I'm sorry. It was, it, it, it was, it, 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 it was, it was absolutely just and and man and man for man. And all I could think to myself, all I could think to myself is, they're coming home tomorrow night, and. There has to be pride on the table here. This is the you should tell, you're going at, you 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 don't want to exit your season even without a playoff berth with that kind of performance. If you lose, you lose. That's the nature. Right. That's the nature of the business. 
But well, I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you this, and then I'll let Mike go. The biggest problem mm-hmm. now, as we see it now, right, is we know the defense as a as a group, as far as what their strategy is, there is none. So that's a mess. Um, Philip Myers got sent back to the to the Phantoms. That's fine. It's not a lock that he's going to start the season next year unless he really does play better. I don't think Sam Wren's going to start the season with him. I don't think he's done anything there, to show. There's that. things <clears throat> Myers showed enough promise, but that being said, I don't think anything should be. I don't. There, there should be no circumstance where anything is promised. Right. Um, that you have to earn earn back in in those in in that spot. Yeah. And I think um, Hag has taken still, a step back. I think he's regressed. That he has to learn. I think he t- he, he could be a little too chancy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and that, that, that can be, excuse me, <coughs> Sorry. They, uh, they, you know, there's things that he definitely still needs to refine um, before I would say 100%, you know, lockdown next season. You don't, you don't, especially you don't want a young defenseman automatically assuming that right. he's got a spot lockdown. And I right. think, again, I'll give Mark Friedman credit. He was able to, you know, he's had a pretty solid season and he deserves it. And I said earlier that this is, he deserves the opportunity to at least play once to see what, because especially yeah. in the long term, if they decide to move on from, say, Shane Gostas Bear, Mark Freeman's a guy who potentially could slot in and, 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 push, and push the envelope there. Not necessarily in the same kind of role, right. but, you know, he's still got good wheels. He's, you know, in terms of speed, that, you know, he doesn't have Gostas Bear speed, but he's got some good elements to his game where he could potentially – see himself pushing him into a, into a top-six role for the Flyers here. Yeah, I just basically see the defense being a, a skew a little going into next season, even if they make a pickup. So it'll be interesting. Mike? It, it's not a hard and fast rule, but I've seen from some teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs some of the worst hockey that I've seen in years. I can, I can only say, like, <laughs> I saw the, the Sabres play the Blue Jackets last uh, Sunday and uh, it, Columbus got up 3 nothing in the first period, and, you know, the Sabres were absolutely out of touch with reality and didn't really seem engaged. And, I mean, I, they had 38 shots on goal, and I turned to a reporter who I was sitting next to, and I said, how many scoring chances, like good scoring chances, do you remember? And I think he said two. And, and, and you know, I, I, Florida Panthers have played terribly, for the last, I'd say, six weeks. You know, there, there's a game here or there. And honestly, when the Flyers got eliminated mathematically, you know, maybe they're still trying, but I think mentally you just check out. And I, it's tough. You know, I, if you're going to evaluate guys, younger defensemen like Moran or Hogg or, you know, uh, or Myers, I I don't think you can evaluate them on like the last week of the season. I think you have to take, and I'm not saying that you guys aren't, but I'm saying you have to take what you've seen in total. And, and I'm sure the organization is looking at that and then we'll evaluate them and see where they, where they start a training camp next year. But more than likely you're going to see probably two or three new bodies on the blue line. If they can make that happen, because you need to make that happen. If you're going to, if you, if your aspiration is to be a playoff team, which I still think is a little high for the Flyers, although the, the, their organization will say, you know, yeah, we're definitely going to make the playoffs. Well, you're going to have to make improvements to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's totally fair. And so, speaking of making improvements, there is a uh, a drink out there, Applebee's. Applebee's, you know, they 
fallen on hard times. I think everybody with a pickup truck has stopped eating there, and I think now they're they're sort of reaching and they're trying to just. It's like that last gasp when like Ground Round was trying to keep it going. You know, <laughs> what was he off? They used to have good good popcorn at least. Come on. I mean, <laughs> ground round. We had a ground round. Let the record show we had a ground round reference. And, of course, it had to come from Russ Cowan. Let <laughs> the record show. <laughs> well, anyhow, um, they are making strawberry margaritas with Twizzlers in them. And I don't know. They're like a dollar. Like, I don't know. How do you even make a margarita? For a buck, I'm sure it doesn't last long. Maybe it's like a dollar for like an hour or something. But I just badly, badly. That's how you make one for a dollar. I, 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 I just, for the life of me, for all that's good in the world, and there's nothing wrong with a Twizzler, but I just don't want to see a Twizzler sort of like evaporate into my glass because of the alcohol, and then have to try and drink that plastic Twizzler. Like, that's the reason you eat a Twizzler fast, right? You don't want to really think about what they make it out of. But if you watch it just dissolve with the <laughs> in your glass, Ant, it could be a little scary. All right, to me, this is just, yeah, I'm just... I think I think I'd rather drink the jelly donut beer that we were talking about last week. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is a good question. I mean, that's a very good question. I mean, that's a tough one. Can I choose option three and just go straight for the diabetes medication? I mean, you could. You could. It's just... 500 milligrams of metformin stats. I feel like if Seriously. we did... I feel like if we um, we did a Mythbusters experiment on this that the uh, tequila would eat through the Twizzler. Maybe I'll tweet it out to, I have a couple of friends from Mythbusters and maybe I'll, I'll tweet it out to them and ask them if they could do that as a future, um, as a future project, because I would like to see what happens to the Twizzler over the course of time, maybe like five, 10 minutes. You know, you, I would just look, honestly, there's a, it would be a great way to use the high-speed camera. I love that high-speed camera. Let's see a Twizzler sort of melt into that drink. I mean, it is only costing well, a buck. Well, by, by the way, when you said, who doesn't like Twizzlers, uh, I raised my hand in saying, me, I don't like Twizzlers. So. Just so we have a short list here for Mike. He hates condiments. He, <laughs> he doesn't like Twizzlers. Mike has with, lots of hate. No. Michael has lots of hate to spread on to lots of different things. <laughs> he really does. Mike, Michael, Michael is our resident little ball of hate on our show. He really <laughs> is. I'm the cat for beak of off the post. Thank you. I mean, Mike, Mike, all right. I don't want to keep everybody too long, but I'm just going to do a little in-depth interview here. When did you spit out your first Twizzler? Uh, Somebody must have I, I, given I mean, you one. Well, no. Well, yeah, no. When I worked at the movie theaters back back in the in the twentieth century, okay. and we sold Twizzlers, somebody, mm-hmm. you know, opened up a bag and gave me one, and I bit into it, and I said, "This is gross," and I never had one since. It's like there's plenty of candies out there that I like. 
Twizzlers were not. I'm not a big licorice fan. So and, and Twizzlers have the consistency. Okay, so you tried the licorice flavor, but you didn't have like the strawberry. No, 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 no. I tried the, the strawberry flavor, you? but I, I mean okay. it has the same consistency as licorice, and I don't like the taste of licorice either. So. <clears throat> so what if you what if you ate like a Chuckles? Would you throw out the black licorice flavor from the Chuckles and just eat? Like there were five flavors that you just you would eliminate it to four. Is that what you would do? Um, I think that the the licorice one with the purple ones, I never ate those. Yeah. yeah. You never ate those? What did you do with it? Did you just throw it on the floor of the movie theater? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I threw it in the garbage can. No, because I would have to pick it up if I, if I threw it on the floor. I was an usher. That was what we did. We cleaned up the theater. I mean, and I could just picture Mike being in, like, your dad's store, right? And let's say he sold dots. And Mike would open up his box of dots, and he would just start throwing away different flavors. And, you know, he would have it down to, like, maybe three flavors that he would eat in the box. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds right. It sounds, about what Mike, it sounds like something Michael would, Michael would do. No, there's nothing wrong with being discriminating. All right, so last question. So let me get this straight. So he's a can't. So let me get this straight. So, I have, so we have this all set up here. I'm the cheese snob. Mike's the candy snob. Yes. Um, what are you? What, what are you a snob of, Russ? Pizza. Something you got to be a snob of. Pizza. Pizza. Okay, so we yeah. have that firmly established. Okay, good. That is firmly established. The last question we're going to ask Mike <laughs> on this program is: So, what is an acceptable candy? It's oh, an acceptable candy. Yeah, I mean, well, is, is it something well, old school, like a Fifth Avenue bar? Is it, hmm? is it something you really like or it's something you tolerate? Let's get this straight. <laughs> You're breaking up there. I'd acceptable, because acceptable, you define acceptable. Acceptable's got to be like, yeah, it's okay. If it, in lieu of better options, I'll take that over the dots, for example. Um, is that what we're talking about here, or are we I, talking about a favorite candy? I, M and uh, plain M and M's, Reese's Pieces, uh, yeah. no uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. No, I mean, All right. I'm All right. Reese's, that's good. I'm a Reese's Pieces guy. I have always, I've always have been. Russ knows this. That there's always a little cup of it, uh, a little, uh, a little there cup is. of it during periods. The and there's no and chocolate my, my, my in Reese's Pieces. Thir- but don't forget, third period is always the same. Yes. M&M's. You have your third, third period, period M&M's. I, I have a brand, and that is my brand, damn it. I, I've seen that happen for, like, the last 15 years in two different arenas. I've seen Anthony go through that. But I, I do have to say this. Somebody, and I don't know who I was with the other day, they seemed shocked that there was no chocolate in Reese's Pieces. Like, there's actually an article about it, and I'm like, well, why would I think there is chocolate in it? Like, Right. I don't it's know. The candy, it's the Seriously? candy coating oh, and the peanut butter. Right. Yeah, somebody thought, thought that. Somebody thought that. Yeah. It, it's a peanut butter candy, you moron. Well, let's not say moron <laughs> because you might sit near that person at the Flyers game. I don't know if you should say moron. Ooh, I wonder what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna I, actually. I'm gonna I, since this last game of the season, I'm gonna start. To, I'm gonna say. I have a question for you. What do you, I'm going to go to each person who sits next to you and go, so, so, so do you like Reese's Pieces? Did you not know it just had peanut butter in it? This could be a very bad last game for the Flyers tomorrow night. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's, this, the, the season might not end well. 
It might not end well in the press box. I there might be feelings hurt. I'll tell you off the air. I know exactly who it is, and I'll tell you. And I'll say it off the air. <laughs> I have a feeling feelings are going to be hurt here. I just there might be. I'm, <laughs> it would be the first time. I'm, I'm really worried about this game tomorrow night. But all right, oh, that's boy. it for off the post. All right, we'll catch everybody next time. Take care, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.